the just the opening. Yes, the what two you fingers. Do with those two fingers. <laughs> what am I not going to do with them? That's the important question. You're gonna dance, dance, dance with my hands, hands, hands down your pants, down pants, her pants, pants, pants. pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Welcome to the motherfucking dark stream podcast. I'm Darth Rictus. This is live. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Zero. I'm I'm Darth Camgentes, and I'm not I'm not using a vape. No, not at all. Um, so today, Explorer Anthology Two is coming out in less than a week. Now we have the full twenty five so revealed, close. and uh, I don't know, like hot takes on this new one. That's that's really what I'm interested in here. As I'm looking at uh, what they're printing out, we've got the twenty fifth card is Mana Confluence. Fuck you very much, Wizards. Um, I like that card. Necessary card and helpful to a lot of decks. I wanted Treasure Cruise so badly, <laughs> and they, they just won't give it. Some sacred cowish pioneer cards from appearing right now. Well, they, they have so much for the format, but anyway, they have less than fifty cards to print to get all of Pioneer's tournament staples into this, and they're like, you know what? We'll give you like six of the fifty. You want a little taste? Yeah, you dirty little bitches. They, they gave us a new, <laughs> potentially a new deck archetype, and then made it so a bunch of other decks feel that little oomph of competitive again, like Brave the Elements. All right, so break it down. What's what's the new archetype you're talking about? Uh, the use of Eldrazi or the use of colorless type decks having a means of bodies that don't completely suck. Okay, okay. So Thought Not Seer's in, Matter Reshaper's in, Eldrazi Displacer's in, World Displacer's Breaker's gonna in. Displacer's going to be more of a white weenie card. The uh, Is it World Breaker, the green thing? Yeah. That's that's a big card. Really? You think Bono Green Devotion decks are going to run it, or what are you, what are you seeing? I think think it's a versatile card that gets in the way and destroys stuff yeah i think green devotion or the uh, ramp decks because your colorless ramp decks can just splash a color for free we don't have the instant speed kozilek yet right the kozilek's return or whatever the hell it was um the two in a red that flashes back for free when you cast a giant eldrazi i don't, the, like the pyroclasm oh, one yeah we don't i don't, think we have I don't believe that that's in that would be a that would be a big turner that to me was what I was hoping to see with Worldbreaker because I remember those two count like duoing so beautifully where it's like pyroclasm and then fuck you again. Here's Worldbreaker. There goes the whole board one more time and then some. Yeah. Without but, that, I, I don't mind, know. I don't think Worldbreaker is going to change the format, but it's good to have it. It's going to give some more options. Yeah. It won't break the format. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, so the stuff that's actually relevant out of this uh, anthology, Mana Confluence. What are you? What are you seeing that enabling? We're, there's no city of brass yet. We don't have a land that's just producing any color for the ping damage. That's and it's a really great card for that to just oh shoot, I'm not sure how to fix. I really need more colors here. I need it to come in, into play untapped. It solves that. It's not like a four of card. It's a one or two of that gets popped into decks to fix some mana up. Okay, I suppose I could see the context of that. Are you excited about dispel being reprinted? <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> Might use one of them somewhere. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a one of in a lot of sideboards potentially. But uh, I'm looking forward to dis, uh, Eldrazi Displacer and uh, having Containment Priest and just out of my game, out of my game, out of my game, out of my game, out of my game. <laughs> I guess that's true. There, there is that little combo, isn't there? Just and you know how good Containment Priest is against a lot of decks in Pioneer, and now you can just run a main because you lose nothing by it. That's true. Hate Bears might have a real case now thought not seer can go in that deck can't it and you've got brush lands and things like that to correct for colorless mana when you need it right so you can easily do that and run three color hate bears if you want that's fascinating i don't think we've seen that archetype in pioneer but it, it would be cu i'm curious to see if it could emerge 
I, it's got an uphill battle, that's for sure. I mean, this format, we're already seeing some of the trends in Pioneer happen in Explorer. Like, Rural Aggro is running three sky boats in the main because they're sick of Rakdos midrange. There's like, nope, boat comes in and goes over everybody. Our boats are just <laughs> going to keep appearing, appearing. But green ramp with the sh uh, Nykthos Shrine of Nyx, or whatever it's called, Nyx Shrine of Nyx, I don't know. Nobody knows. One of those combinations <laughs> of words. That's going to enable some ramp decks that are going to help push back the red black menace. Yeah, mono green devotion is a huge factor in checking Rakdos midrange and Pioneer, and Nykthos coming in is going to be the turning point of that, in my opinion, because Rakdos midrange is everywhere. We've known that for a while. It's at least 30% of the meta, usually. I, I think you got to just adjust your mana base and play some Field of Ruins. You can, but like that doesn't necessarily. They're, they're going to play four Nykthos, and that card. It's about percentage points with that kind of deck, though, man. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. The the thing that they did not give Mono Green Devotion is the final card. They didn't give it the Chain Veil, and that's what lets that combo happen easily. Also you, missing Oath of Nyssa. You don't have to have that one. That's for the fun shit. Nobody needs Oath of Nyssa Walker shit, but people like it, so they it's it's like uh, being able to mainboard a couple walkers that normally you wouldn't. That's the difference, really. But, uh, because we have Nykthos, there is now the combo in Mono Green Devotion. It's not easy to get to, but you can get to it where it's uh, double Karn, double Kiora, and Pestilent Cauldron off the Karn is enough to go infinite with 14 Devotion on green. The important part being that it is an incidental combo that appears in the deck and does win the game. So the deck yeah. doesn't have to worry about doing anything different than what it is to just go, oh, so your gate's down? I win. It made Storm the Festival a lot stronger too, having Nykthos running around. Now we have easy ways to flash it back, whereas before it was a little bit of a It's a, a lot easier to get to 10 mana that way. Yeah. Question being, will Storm the Festival still be as popular now that you can do some of the crazier things to ramp up to much bigger things much more quickly? I don't know. I haven't looked at the Pioneer list in a while. It's It's got some differences, so I haven't really checked it. But I know that that Mono Green Devotion list still gets ranched by Mono Blue Spirits because Skylasher didn't get reprinted. The I think them giving Rending Volley was a very nice gift to help check so many decks, but the Skylasher would have been far enough to just push Spirits out. Yeah, yeah, and instead of that, we're we're still gonna have spirits running around. I don't think it's tier one though, though. Like now that rending volleys in Rakdos and Gruul, because those are the two decks that I think benefited the most from this uh, outside of Mono Green Devotion. Slip out the back would gain more more credence now because it's not avoiding the counter thing; it's just removing it, so you'll still keep your creature. It yeah. is also the funniest titled card of the possible choices. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slip out the back. Shore up is also gonna be a big deal. Um, the hexproof still gets around it. So I, I think those are cards we're going to see more and more of if Mono Blue Spirits is going to continue, but whether or not Mono Blue Spirits continues is uh, difficult to say. I, I saw versions of Spirits at Worlds that were running Leyline of Combustion in the sideboard as a four of to deal with Rakdos, where they're like, we know you're going to kill our what shit. Does that do? It deals uh, two damage whenever you or a permanent you control is targeted. So they were just running four of those. And I saw a game where I think it was Jim Davis was running them in his team. And he had three of them in play. There's no red mana. You, if you draw them, it doesn't do a fucking thing. But he, he opened with three of those and two islands and two spirits and kept, dumped all three into play and then just drew one more island and like five more spirits and the Rakdos players like, I can't. That's six damage every time I kill a spirit. I can't. Now, please note, this is why I'm excited for Nykthos and Mono Red because you just run those main so you can cast them or drop them for free. Oh, yeah. And Interesting. I, and Mono Red and got Idolon. 
Eidolon went to mono red too, uh -huh. which is a, a huge. Red could get, get so big. I like it when you Eidolon, can go big Torbrin, with red. That's my yep. favorite red deck to play. Is like big red. Yeah. yeah, the red deck when you're making like four, five, six, sometimes seven drops. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, and they they didn't print all the pieces for a Tarka red. We're still missing Legion loyalist, and we're missing a few others. I uh, reckless bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. That was the big one they excluded. Yeah, these are such great names. I forgot how wonderful these card so names like, were. Bushwhacker. I understand that like bushwhack is is like an ambush. Yeah, but I, I guess it's a pretty dark turn. I I saw this Ted Bundy movie years ago. Jesus, oh, no. that was <laughs> like it had this scene in it that should not have been funny at all. But like the way it was shot and the timing of it was hilarious. It was like really early on, and and old Ted Bundy is he's standing, he's being a peeping tom outside of a window, and he he like is in front of a bush. And drops trow and starts whacking off as he's being a peeping Tom. And then somebody who's in the apartment like one floor higher opens the window and sees him doing it and like literally dumps water on him. What a reckless bushwhacker he is. Right. <laughs> so I hear reckless bushwhacker and my mind just goes boom right back to that. Lovely. Only person I know that would make that connection. That well is, done. <laughs> and now everyone else who hears this, it is like a plague. Uh, it's, it's You're quite, welcome. Quite reckless of us. I, I can't i can't say i would recommend watching that movie though that movie is super fucked up yeah i'm good without it i'm good without it uh okay other things that were excluded I've, I've got a list here we've been going through them and if you if you want the list uh broken down outside this podcast just look for the shorts on youtube and tiktok tiktok will have the fun music youtube will have the copyright corrected music but uh there, there's a list of almost 50 cards here skirt just I have them in alphabetical order, thanks to Fire Shoes, because Fire Shoes printed this list, which is how I got it. And I was like, oh, we are missing a lot of shit. Okay. <laughs> Do we think they should have brought back Abrupt Decay? Not necessary yet. Assassin's Trophy's in. It's just right. an extra piece. I'd okay. like to have it. What about uh, Archangel Avacyn? Don't care in the slightest. I never got a chance to play with it, and I'd like to. The Flash Angel? Yeah. Like, during that standard, I was broke as a joke. Yeah. And that card was... Buku. It was above 20 bucks and it was above 20 bucks by a pretty good margin and I never got a chance to play it so I'd, I'd love to play that card now. I had it flashed in to blow me out in front of a room full of people and then I just top decked my way out of it. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was comical because was not only did he play into it like anyone would recognize exactly what's happening right now <laughs> but his opponent's feel of jubilation. Well, I also yeah, Avison was more obvious than Wandering Emperor. I, I, Five <laughs> is a lot to leave up. And the thing is, uh, this was game two. It had already happened once. And I, I forgot that it was happening. I was so tired. And uh, I, I remember talking to the... Because uh, Schroeder's sitting there. I remember talking to him like, I know he's got something. I know I should know what it is. I can't fucking remember what it is. And I walked right into it. And, you know, opponent was so overjoyed that this was happening. And then I just top decked the win the next turn and it didn't matter. Lol. Never <laughs> Much punished. like your qualification for the pro tour win. Uh-oh, I have no idea how this is going to be. The opponent is cheering. They're about to win. This is just the lock. You draw a card. They go to beat you and you stare at your cards for a bit. I guess I give... Wait. Vendillion click? Hold on a second here. Well, I got Resto angeled into a Vendillion click, and it was going to be like, I need scapeshift into scapeshift. Yeah, you had to, you had to put I top decked Snapcaster instead. <laughs> so I was looking at it like, oh, wait, flash in response to the click, tr the click trigger. Yeah. It and was then just... target scapeshift and moved to my main phase, cast it win and go to the Pro Tour in five years when I decide to go finally. <laughs> you were the reason that that is probably not used as much now. I know. 
was great. Okay, moving right along. Blood Baron of Viscopa. There's a beastie that we haven't seen in a while. And that's why I'm wondering, why is it a staple of Pioneer? Am I missing a deck? Uh, it's There are some Abzan decks running around that check the Rakdos mid, and they love that off the board for Rakdos. That seems like a solid sideboard card. But hasn't hasn't Shoulder just kind of replaced that slot? I mean, it has protection. Right. Uh, pro, pro black is a big deal. Yeah, it might be enough. It might be enough for like a one of on side. Pro white is probably a bigger deal than it used to be too. Yeah, with brave the elements coming in now to, to make. Oh, it's definitely a bigger deal now because you can't wander it. You can't wandering emperor. Okay, it. there I like that at wandering emperor. I hadn't thought of there because I was just if I'm going to use that slot, I'm just on three shielded. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, uh, bring the light. Still not in. You'll have to refresh me on what, what that one was. So bring It was this song um, by Evanescence <laughs> that I really, had I really like like a rap part in the middle inexplicably. And like every time you hear it, you're like, damn, this sucks. But then after like 10 seconds, you're into it. And if I didn't think it would yourself. just sound screechy, I, I want to do like my falsetto and try singing that right now. That just sounds good. But I need to make sure when you know the rap part so you can come in. I need the accompaniment. Break me down. <laughs> Break me up inside. Break me down. <laughs> Anyway, bring 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 us to light. Me to life. Light. Bring bring to light. Um, <laughs> if I if I'm it's a tutor. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was used oh. in a lot of scape shift decks once upon a time. It's a tutor for domain. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Domain mana spent on it. So like sunburst. I tutor. remember that now. Yeah, that's okay. I would be intrigued to see that if we got like scape shift and Valakut in the format, but otherwise I don't really care. I think that card would uh, sexy up some with fires. I think that'd be an sure. interesting thing to explore. I know back in the day it was used at least briefly to play like eight siege rhinos in your deck, kind of. <laughs> yeah, there was that era. And we do have the Niv-Mizzet Reborn era that would really embrace the hell out of it. I mean, Speaking that's of, the hell where of was siege rhino. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought we already had Siege Rhino. I have no idea. We have Siege Rhino. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cared, but we have it. <laughs> Why isn't that card played? Oh, yeah, there's better ones. Rakdos. Yeah, I tried it, but that's the thing. Like, say you're in black and you want to play a four mana four or five. Well, it would need to be like a five six. Why aren't you Shieldred? <laughs> right. So, like, if you already have three Shieldred, but you want more four drops and, like, you are Abzan, then play your first Siege Rhino. <laughs> yeah. Shieldred effectively stole all the Rhino slots, though. Uh, collective Brutality is not in yet. That is a, that's a card that's going to be one of seen. That's um, I mean, Greasefang wants that card. Greasefang wants a way to get around uh, Rending Volley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be a very effective outlet for that. On my turn, uh, I look at your hand and discard your card and pitch my thing. I'm going to occur and play my Greasefang. Go. Yeah. What up? All right. Destructive Revelry is not in. It's not. Nope. Isn't that like a gruel disenchant? Yeah, that just, deals damage. I could have fine. sworn that was already in. Nope. Still out. I wouldn't huh. mind it, but it's it's not important. Dig through time. Not in yet. I I'm hope not it missing is. it. <laughs> I fucking knew both of you were gonna go that way on <laughs> Dredge card Delve cards. Don't want them. Anyway. Uh Dreadbore is not in. I do want some Delve cards. I, I want, want Gurmog Angler. Eldritch Evolution is not in. Nobody cares about that. I want it. It's silly. It's <laughs> silly. You get to do fucked up things with it. True. It, it does some weird shit. Uh, there's occasionally, if they, what, what was it? The Allosaurus Rider with Eldritch Evolution deck was the thing for a moment. Where there's, they were, actually, there's a normal Eldritch Evolution combo deck. I think it even Grease Fang that also uses it too. Oh, it's, really? It's a Grease Fang. It's how you have more Grease Fangs right. because now your creatures that trigger the supply right in. Yep. What up? Nice. It's kind of like a better diabolic intent for that because yeah. it puts it right like into the play. Knife dude, everything like that. You're just early drops are now making you win the game and and to 
a side note, I've I had this conversation on the stream uh, last night. We were we were talking about Grease Fang and whether or not Diabolic Intent belongs in Grease Fang. I'm of the opinion you don't you don't need it for the latest iteration now that Seder Wayfinder's coming in. I'm thinking you're going to want one or two in there because if people are correcting for this, you're going to need to run some silver bullets. Yeah, I do kind of like the idea of doing it as well because depending on how people are doing their graveyard hate, you could use, you know, like like you said earlier, the the sorcery. I, I forgot what it's called that lets you discard shit to escalate. Withering Bloom. Wither Bloom Command. Wither Bloom Command. Doesn't do the discard thing, but it does let you blow up on licensed hearses. No, no, no. The, the, the black and one one. And you're talking about collective brutality? Right. Well, we don't have that. Oh, never mind. Yeah, not yet. This is a we list. Should. Of, it's a list of shit that should be printed, in my opinion, that aren't. Diabolic intent is something that you want as a one or two of in the deck because it's your fifth or sixth copy of cards that are answers or let you win. Sure, is the philosophy on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving right along, Glade Cover Scout is not in. But the Boggle. Okay. I don't like Boggles. I like that is it still exists. Still, Ledge Walker in. Uh, is it charm is not in? I don't care. That one's a bit of a, of, of a missing card. I think that'll make its way in the next time. I think it's not really very good. It's in some uh, arc light phoenix lists. People want to play warp world, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Telling me, uh, Kithion, <laughs> hero of Akros is not okay. In. Look, people put that as a one of in a bunch of things, but nobody cares if it exists or not. Yeah, the the Savannah Lions that we got that's non legendary is better. I don't know. I'd say it's better, but it's... It lets you draw cards. Kithion, you only want one of. I mean, when it flips, it's quite something. Uh, Legion Loyalist is not in, as we've already talked about. Life Bane Zombie is not in. That's the pro-green, pro-white card, correct? Yeah, 3-1 that also does something to their hand when it hits, I think. Yeah, you get to strip a white or green, I think, permanent out yeah, of exile hand. a white or green from their hand. It's a sideboard slot for the Rakdos decks, mostly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a missed card much. I'm always in favor of more of those. <laughs> I figured. Uh, Nebelgast Herald is not in. If you remember that spirit. Is that the counterspell one? No, that's Spellqueller. That's also not in. Yeah, I know. Okay. I want Spellqueller more than I want the Nebelgast Herald. Nebelgast Herald, if I remember correctly, is a 2-1 for 2 and a blue with Flash. Tap stuff now? Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty fun card, but I don't think it's very good. Spirits, I like it a lot. Outside of Spirits, uh, no. Like Spirits, it's almost a better version of Shacklegeist a lot of the time. Uh, costing more mana thing sure but flash is a big deal letting you hold up your counter wall and then just another creature counter wall. you mean like the nine counter spells in your deck <laughs> yeah but everybody's got to respect them is the point so i don't have to respect shit <laughs> I, I kept beating spirits with angels by ignoring their I'm like, whatever eventually you run out <laughs> yeah you just got to be bold you know they don't always have it i mean that that is the for it that is the beauty of spirits most of the time is you beat it by just playing I'm saying like that is that is a fucking novice mistake against permission decks of any kind where a player oh will no, sit there and be like, oh, no. oh I, I better not play my spell because they'll just counter it. Like, how are you gonna fucking win though? Yeah. But you got to. You got I mean, there's there's a certain amount of like when you can play around things, but so many times I see people make the mistake of like, I don't know, it, it, it's like the fight, flight, or freeze, and they just fucking freeze when the other player has counter spells and they just don't play anything. It's just also fun to remember against spirits. If you have three extra mana beyond what you're spending, just remember, you've now beat half of their counter spells. <laughs> and, and sometimes these blue decks that have like four cards in hand, they're all lands. Yeah. It happens all the fucking time. Usually to me on stream. <laughs> and yet you continue to play decks like that. I do. I do. Never give up. Keep the faith. 
island go for life. Uh, okay, Oath Karmic spankings shall continue. <laughs> the match losses will continue until morale improves. Yes, indeed. Uh, Oath of Nyssa is not in, which I eh, don't care. I know it's in Mono Green Devotion. Yeah. Radiant Flames is not in. I don't remember that. Don't think it's necessary given this format and the rest of the cards are in. <coughs> one red, two colorless, and it has X. whatever man you paid and you can do one, two, or three with it, basically. Do domain uh, Pyroclasm esque effect. Meh. Yeah. I mean, we've got lots of things to do it. And Brothers End War or whatever. Just that, brothers that, End War. Whatever that card. <laughs> yeah. When Brothers Throw Down. Yeah, that, that card is just... That's probably the best of those three casting costs I've seen since Anger was printed. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Anger the Gods, to be more precise. Anyone's confused. <laughs> Speaking of red removal, Roast is not in. I'm surprised at Roast not appearing yet. That's a big meh from me. It's a meh, but it does kill Shieldred for two mana. Getting to pay two instead of the three for dealing five to a creature is something red wants. I really just want it because Shieldred exists. More than anything, I want the I ability mean, to roast a Shieldred. Just black to your red. Although, oh. now that we've got Nykthos Shrine of Nyx, I am happier the fact that I'm playing two to four fight with fires because now I get to ten a lot more likely. That's true. So, I'm caring That's a little bit less about that one right now. What do you think? There's that. There's that. Uh, okay. Selfless Spirit, not in. Woohoo! Yeah, not a big deal, but if you want, care. if you like blue-white spirits with spell quellers, selfless spirits will stay there. I don't, I don't think they're going to leave blue until they can go bant. Well, bant spirit doesn't even have a good win rate in Pioneer. People keep doing it, but it doesn't work. Um, at least not above forty percent win rate because all those uh, win rates, whatever somebody went and compiled all the data and published it, and mm -hmm. bant spirits is towards the bottom of Pioneer. Yeah, the the highest win rate in the format wasn't even at sixty. Not everybody can be a top, you know. <laughs> Uh, shambling vent is not in you ever seen daybreakers i liked daybreakers i feel like i have it's it's, a, it's like a it's a fucking cool b flick it's a vampire movie with like sam neil and ethan hawk and some other people it's like it takes place in the future where vampire like everyone's a vampire yeah and they're running out of humans yeah and um you know a lot of people thought that it was like a metaphor for climate change but really it's a metaphor for like what happens if everyone's a top <laughs> hate no subs in the vamp game <laughs> oh man someone gotta work at quiznos <laughs> imagine being that you live in a world of vampires completely populated by vampires and you're the guy who sells the starbucks with blood there you go <laughs> really thought being a can vampire you imagine like a karen life, vampire but... at like blood bucks just freaking out <laughs> oh man no wonder there's no staking rule because everyone would have <laughs> died. Shut up. Oh, God. Immortal boomers. No. Oh, that is the nightmare. Oh. All right. We're going to move past that quickly before it gives me other thinking, nightmares. Would Dracula have been a boomer? <laughs> the original. Uh, all right. Sh shambling vents not in. That's that's in my opinion. That's a big deal. That's a Explain. great land. So I'm, I'm interested. Well, we have. Black-white correction, man land, but the most important thing of that card to me is that in these long drawn-out game, drawn games where you play more of a white-black mid-range slash control build in Pioneer, you have a win-con with lifelink, and the lifelink is incredibly relevant in those games. What is Shambling Vent other than a really hilarious insult? Uh, it's a 2-3 with lifelink. Uh, Activate for 3. For 3, so one 4 black, one total. Isn't that a whole cycle, though? Yep. 
We'd have to get like that whole cycle probably. Because the white blue one is one of the most popular ones ever, Celestial Colonnade. Right. And then of course there's Wandering Fumeral and a few others that I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's other shit that would need to There's a girl one that pumps. I think that would be bigger to have in. But they could I mean they could put that cycle in. It'd be I think that cycle's just gonna appear. Uh, the allied color set. stuff was in uh World Wake, which is before Pioneer. It's the enemy color stuff that's after mm. cons. Okay, well, they could put the enemy color one in. I'd be fine with that. Anyway, uh, moving right along on the list. So Lumgar, Scorn, and all of the Dragon Lords are not in. I, I want my dragon. I want my Dragon Lord Ojutai. Fuck off. <laughs> I also want Ojutai. I never got to play it for same reason. I never got to play the the other angel. I top eighted my first RPTQ with four Ojutai, three Slumgar, and it was amazing. I had to go to four PTQs before I qualified that season with that stupid dragons deck because I kept hitting mirrors. I hate those dragons. Foul tongue invocation. So much. I want foul tongue invocation so much. too. <laughs> Who got luckier this draw? Ah, oh, damn it. That was such a cool deck. I had I had a great time playing that. Were you that. playing any other deck besides dragons? Yeah, you probably lost to dragons. Yeah, dragons <laughs> was fucking amazing. It was a great year. And we had the we had the killer sideboard too. Uh we figured out how to deal with the aggro decks with that Merc Lurker whatever the yeah. fuck it was. That was that was our out and it was amazing. Oh, I was so happy. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you remember that season because I had to go to so many events. <laughs> I only went to two and I won one and top eight of the other. It was great. Yeah. The, the RPTQ that almost led to my second pro tour, except I Those weren't out. RPTQs. Those no, were no. PTQs. They were, but there was one RPTQ where I played it. Ah, uh, okay. I remember playing it, getting to the top eight and then bombing out against the mirror. And then that guy got banned later for cheating for like a year or two. Oops. And I was like, did he? He might have. He might have because there was the mo- a you're not the most attentive playing. There was a dig through time where I was pretty sure there weren't enough cards to delve, but I didn't really check, and I was like, ah, it's the top well, eight who cheats at this keeps point. Their exile pile next to their discard pile, and it's not a funzy game. Yeah, it's because they're cheating. Yeah, well, homeboy got banned for a while, so hopefully forever. I don't really know. I, I heard a year. I don't know if it goes farther, but anyway, even if it's just a year, though, being being outed as a cheater is not a mark that mm-hmm. gets washed off. No, never. That's a tattoo on the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Just ask, ask uh, Alex Bird and Cheaty, who will always be known as a cheater. Or Mike Long. David Saylor. <laughs> well, I'm just naming the big names from like, uh, that came up in Wizards articles of, I'm sorry, we have now banned this pro player from an oh, event. Yeah. Your mom. <laughs> the Ruel brothers. Y'all remember the Ruel brothers where they now have asterisks next to all the pro tours they won. Oops. Which was a lot of them at one point. They were going on a tear and everybody was like, oh, these are like the new Tiger Woods of magic. And then, oh, no, oh, they're banned. Lance Armstrong of magic. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, Skylash, we already talked about that's not in. Soul Flayer isn't in. I would love for Soul Flayer to come in. What's that? The uh, four black black with delve and it gets all the abilities of whatever it delves out. Oh, that one. That's such a fun card. It's, it's a never- weird combo card that will pop up at some point and I'm happy to see that. Yeah, it's never been a tier one deck, but it has been a tier 1.5 combo deck that's been hysterical to watch. So I'm I'm in for Soul Flare someday. Well, yeah, that's why once this set drops, I'm just going to start recording videos, doing a stream of just, and here's today's terrible deck we're putting together. Why? Meh. Why not? We just got the cards to do it now. Uh, let's see. Spell Queller. We already talked about that's not in. Tassiger is not in. I would like to see Tassiger. I want it. I want that one hard. <laughs> uh, Temporal Trespass isn't in. 
which is a huge get for Is It Phoenix if they ever get to have it. But Time Walk is not something people tend to want in a format. So even if it's just triple blue eight delve. The fewer Time Walk effects, the happier. Yeah, when Time Walk is good in a format, it means the format is bad. Usually Is It Phoenix's tier 1.25 so i don't think it's ever that mono blue deck that runs 12 time walks was a good deck (laughs) yeah yeah you do want those days back yeah wilderness reclamation days your opponent is like okay you don't get to take another turn but it's gonna take me like forever to win and there's a slight possibility i won't okay but that's why i like temporal trespass because it goes in phoenix which means you get exactly one more turn and that's the one you use to win if that deck is the deck that uses it that doesn't mean another deck won't figure out how to Mm -hmm. piss everyone off there, but we haven't seen it in Pioneer, and Pioneer's been around for a but minute. But this doesn't have all the pieces of Pioneer Pioneer, yet. Pioneer is not on Arena, and it doesn't have as many brains looking at it. It has a lot of brains at this point, because all the RPTQs. Not nearly as many as Arena. I would venture to say... I'll bet you a tattoo. No, no, no. I'm not saying raw numbers. I'm saying the, the quality of brain looking at it, if they're playing Pioneer versus the average Arena player, is vastly different. Because Pioneer is usually an established player that's a tournament competitor. That's different than the average Arena player. The average Arena player is just trying to figure out how to get to Platinum. But we gotta say, you know, getting bad brain is not what you want. Stoned brain, though. There was an update (laughs) recently. I think they might have fixed it. I need to check. They also took down all of Arena last night at the end of my stream for two hours. I was was making that comment when it occurred. (laughs) That's why I saw, hey! Maybe they're going to fix it. Yeah, I, I ended the stream a little early because they, they put up literally it was like 7.48 and they're like you in 10 minutes. You start any new matches if, they, if you're not already in one of the 10 minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, that seems not a good thing. And then I looked at my phone and there's a little tweet that was like, sorry, we broke it. Anyway, it'll be back up in a couple hours. We're working on it as fast as we can. You know us. <laughs> good job, Wizards. Didn't even test the sorry. beta. Didn't test the beta We're of your sorry. own update. Good God. We're so Sorry. Sorry. Have we're, you seen all the secret layers? <laughs> Just buy one we're, of those. We're really pushing the Transformers one. Rise or Rebel? Dude, huh? they're clowning on us so hard with these ones. Like, I went to take a look at I always take a look at them. And the coolest card is like a Scarab God. That's It's like a DJ and it's all neon colored. It's fucking awesome. And the only way you can get it, it's not in a secret layer. You have to buy $200 worth of secret layers. The fuck? To get it. And and I I looked through like is there even like two hundred dollars worth of things worth buying in here and the answer is absolutely not. Come on, people, it's Christmas. Spend money. We want to we want to end the year on a better. <sighs> Bank of America gave us a bad it's name. A, it's <laughs> a really this is a really weak set of secret layers. Like some of the art on it is really good, but there's one that's like Eldrazi's. So if you're way into Eldrazi, that one's probably pretty cool. Sure. And you could get four of them and have your play sets of like temples and thought not seers and that kind of shit. But like the rest of them have like one card ish, you know, maybe two that you might want to use in something. And the other ones are just like bad. And they're wanting people to pay like fucking $40 for these in non foil and 50 in foil. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. 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 All right. We've got less than 10 cards left on this list of things that I think should potentially go in. We've got... Wrong. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) The Chain Veil we already talked about. That's not in. And possibly rightfully so. It does make Mono Green Devotion way easy to combo with. It's also a really horny card. (laughs) It is. 
It very much is. The thirst of the chain mail is very high. You know what goes great with Liliana? <laughs> uh, Thalia, Heretic Cathar is not in. No one cares. It's a one of in any of those decks. It's a beautiful one of for humans, though. Yeah, we'll get it eventually. There's so many other humans to play in that three drop slot. You can play Extraction Specialist there and be completely happy. Sooner or later, we'll get that white weenie in. Thing in the Ice is not in. I really want that. That is, that is one that I, I'd i like to see. Not that I want to play it, but I think people want to play it. Well, and it's not going to be busted or even close to it until you put in the Delve cards that make it busted, like Treasure Cruise, Dig Through Time, Temporal Trespass. When Gut Shot and some freebie spells come in, that'll, that'd help too. It helps, but like the point is that you can flip it with a Delve spell. You know, The Delve spell alone won't, won't flip it. There's not been an Adele secret layer. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> Fair. Thing, thing, in the ice, thing in the ice is you have to have played four instants or sorceries that removes an ice counter when you play the spell, not for the casting cost. Casting thoughts, oh, you're I'm thinking think of the other red smoldering. Card. Yeah. Has anyone done an altar of thing in the ice with like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining? I have not seen one, but that, that would be a good one. I'll have to check the interwebs and find out because there might be one in one of those weird Google drives I look at. One of those weird Google drives you look at? That does not sound promising. You know, with all the various cards and whatnot that are running around on the Not internet. The one with all the stepsisters? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one with the stepsister Narset, yeah. <laughs> Help me, step bro. I'm stuck under this pithing needle. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Finding oh, needle name pregnancy. I need a Nuktabia orangutan. <laughs> No, a mangle horn. <laughs> this member is going to be right in here. <laughs> uh, ad infinitum. All right. Somebody order mangle horn pizza. <laughs> the next needle comes into play tapped. <laughs> All right. Uh, Treasure Cruise is not in. We already talked about that. Stop mentioning that card. It needs to be in. Uh, Urborg, Tomb of Yagmoth. I want it. I would like to see it in, but I'm not too concerned that it's not right now. Yeah, it's kind of like Mana Confluence. It's nice for a few decks. It doesn't matter that much. Here we go. It depends, though, because uh, if there's a deck that wants to play shit like Corrupt, or if, if we get like a Tendrils of Despair later, it'll be a big deal. Yeah, alright. I could see that. I could see that. They bring Dark Depths in a later set back. I just, I just want to see Dark Depths in Pioneer. I doubt we'll see that. I don't I think it might be at a power level that's not broken in Pioneer. But it's it's not in those sets. It would have to get reprinted in the stand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We can reprint that silly card. Yeah, do it with Dark Vampire Hex Mage. Yeah. And Thespian Stage. Where would we where would we reprint that? It's so specific to Cold Snap. I I believe in being able to go further. There's gonna be some snowy cards again. You think we're never gonna have another fucking Ice Age? We'll have another Ice Age. Dude, I'm not waiting. with Merit Lage. I'm waiting for the Eldrazi Ice Age. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Eldrazi yeah. to go up against Phyrexia, but you know, Don't, I want to see the villain just, be villain. Yeah, I, I guess we're going to see that where like they fucking like blow up the moon that Emrakul's trapped in and yeah. then like it turns into fucking Phyrexian Hente. Snow covered wastes. Do you think we'll ever get Emrakul uh, completed? I think we'll get a new Emrakul. What, what if there's like an Emrakul that, that was also a meld card and it melded with like fucking Elishnorn or something? That'd be kind of wild. That'd be very wild. 
turn your planeswalkers into Emrakul. It just grows out of them. What if it, you just, it, it melds into a BFM? What if what if you get a meld in the meld where you have to have two sets of things meld into the next meld? That like uh, no. the fattest children, yeah, would like get ten times fatter that day. <laughs> I, th I the number of people who would be like, I have to build that commander deck. Yeah. Oh that, my god! Every commander I, player. Every commander player. I have a copy of that deck. No one plays it, but I just have one because I have to, and you, I agree with them because you mean secret layer Voltron. <laughs> the exodia of magic can finally be assembled yes secret layer power rangers <laughs> okay uh voice of resurgence i would like to see that, that come is back. card that's missing yeah that probably should have that should probably make it in the next time around it does a good job of checking any of those blue white decks Spurts. it also kind of checks rakdos in a way too it does but. a great job of being sacrificed also yeah that's right. You sacrifice it and you go, spurts, die. That plus Eldritch Evolution is a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Uh, World Spine Worm is not in. Meh. I know we don't need it, but it goes in weird combos. And to talk about weird combos that it goes with, Xenagos the Reveler is not in. Meh. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Swing and a miss. And finally, in the Z's, Zergo Bellstriker. I knew that, was, that one was coming and... I don't think it's a necessary card because red's still so not ready to need that for its power level that it's just you're playing a mediocre card in a deck that's already not tier one. Fair, fair. So these are the these are my Christmas list uh, of things I wish go in the next explore because they're going to keep doing these anthologies this is a every Christmas list. Well, I would have been way meaner. <laughs> that's why I said it at the end. <laughs> but we get what an anthology every three months, basically. Seems to be the thing with Explorer now. They've done two in the last four or five months now i don't know the timeline i honestly can't think of it i think they're releasing anthologies for explorer kind of like they're releasing the alchemy sets you know what i mean like every time a new set drops they're like also an anthology dude stuff comes out so quickly that i have like nosebleeds from all the g's of the fucking force of it all well the spoiler season will continue until morale improves <laughs> That's that's been the motto for a fucking couple of years now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, spoiler season will continue as the line go down and pants go brown. <laughs> hey man, I've almost got a third of all the cards out of Brothers War that I'd want to maybe play with. So I mean, that's that's I'm good. Yeah, I've I can got, move to Explorer now. <laughs> I've got 99 percent of the set. I'm in. I'm sure <laughs> you do. I haven't drafted a thing, but I've got three tokens. <laughs> You're not gonna get that that last one percent so that you can get the the, the completed thing and your. He has to get a bunch of rares and mythics he doesn't want that are specialty to commander. Oh, I'm out of rares. I just need mythics in like eight sets to complete them and I won't do it. So it's no, I have the rares across every set, all of them now. You I, won't do it <coughs> until they have a special on buying mythics. Yeah, not even then. The mythics are never worth it. The ones I need, I already have. The rares I just end up getting crafted and I know I'm out when I You know if you get all of your things down and all of you have all you have are those missing mythics, your daily quest will eventually fill those out by themselves. If you use them wisely. Not even if you use them wisely, it doesn't have any choice to. It'll, it'll As it pings up on its mythics that it would give you, it'll ping that. They fill in slots. That's why you get old weird cards in them. Uh, no shit. If you'd never looked and been like, hey, why did I get this rare from two sets ago? I don't know. I just know my gold gets depleted every time they have the MTG daily deals. And I'm like, oh, look at you. You mean every day? Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally every day is like, how broke am I today? Because like there's today there were three cards I wanted, you know, 
there's diabolic intent. There's dreams of steel and oil. And there I have was, all those. I just don't have that art of whatever you got. I um, wanted the art. I don't know. They got me with some weird ninja art the other Did day. They have too. Hello Kitty yet? Uh, they had like the weird Kamigawa stuff. Like I'm just wait, uh, I'm waiting ago. for that secret layer. <laughs> whatever specialty. The planeswalkers are all done up like Hello Kitty. I think it would be. I think that would sell. <laughs> Probably. I, there's there's been there's been a secret layer where the the planeswalkers were like really cute cuddly cartoon kittens. No, really? Yeah. Oh wow. That sounds about right. Were they crappy planeswalkers? Probably. Uh, I, I think it was a Johnny's. Mm, so yeah, yeah. That's they don't have a history of play. <laughs> I mean, that's a secret layer. Like, wow, it looks cool, but fuck. Yeah, you got you got to put them on cards that are you know, staply good play. Like, put it on Chandra, good four drop. Jace, good four drop. Dude, they did a secret layer that this, had damnation uh, in it. So of course, one of the other cards had to be fucking swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. All right. So to wrap things up here a little bit, when it comes to the new Explorer Anthology, we talked about the uh, 30, 40 cards that aren't in it that we wish were. And we've talked a little bit over the last few weeks, really, uh, about the different cards and where their applications are going to be. What's the first deck you're starting with when this anthology drops in less than a week? Darth Zero, you first. Mono Red Ramp. Like de Devotion Red. Yeah, Devotion Red. Okay. Like, I love Torbran and Goblin Chain Whirler already. It's one of my faves. But now I get to have the upper end where I can casually, oh no, you've put things on the board I've clogged. I have a bunch of stupid mana. Torbran and Fanatic of Mogus, and you lose the game. <laughs> yeah. Fanatic of Mogus is quite the fucking backbreaker you, you there. Like those decks like that, at minimum, you're going to have eight, nine red symbols in play. I mean, and also that, as we mentioned earlier, Leyline and Combustion, you get to run main. Are you gonna Are you gonna run Mechanized Warfare? Re refresh me on that. On it's, that card. it's a brand that the two two red one. Yes, enchantment. enchantment. I thought that was an alchemy. No, that's Brothers War. Oh, then yes, that will definitely be in there. Yeah, I've been playing that in standard uh, sly. What does that do? It ups the pain that they take uh, by one from artifacts or red sources. Oh no, that I'm thinking of the wrong card. I'm thinking of the one that's two red and one enchantment. It comes into play. It deals four damage to any target. And then has an additional ability. That is out. That's okay. Yeah. Then no, I won't be playing that card. Okay. I wasn't sure given the devotion count, it increases. Oh, you have too many. You have or not too many. You have so many good devotion cards already that you're sticking in there. Yeah. You have Eidolon, Chain Whirler, Torbran, Annex, I guess. I don't know. There's yeah, no, the there's no time in an eternal format for a three mana enchantment that doesn't do anything when it enters the battlefield. Yeah. Fair enough. It's we're, we're past those days. I, I've seen it popping up in a lot of those anvil lists because now anvil deals two points every time. So it's yeah, it, it's a little different in standard. Yeah, um, but and, we're and, talking eternal. I get right. it. I, I could see like the value of one card when it's literally doubling your clock in a deck like that. Or uh, what? What was that deck where it was the enchantment? It was like red and one, and then whenever like a one power creature attacks, it pings the opponent for one. Um, red and one. Something I know. Calamity. I know what you're talking about. Whatever. It was an enchantment yeah. that did that. Cavalcade of calamity. Yeah, and there you, you played a bunch Cavalcade. of one ones. Like that was fine. That worked. Yeah. And. This this other card kind of reminds me of that, but with broader applications. Sure. So I, I'd be kind of surprised if it doesn't see standard play on and off during its lifetime. Sure. But it's yeah, I I it would have to be part of a combo deck in Eternal. Yeah, it's it's great for Which standard because standard likes it at the top of their curve. It's like you you curve out at three and that's your sly 
curve topper that turns those Phoenix chicks into two one beaters essentially. Right. Like if we if we had like a grape shot yeah. or something, I could see playing it. Okay. Okay. So uh opening weekend explore, what are you playing? What do you think I'm playing? Bractos mid range. You are correct. <laughs> What's the change? I have four rending volley. E, yeah. What up? <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I figured. And me personally, I think I'm going to take a look at Rally the Ancestors and see if it can be a thing. I, I need to take a deep dive and find out if that deck even has a chance in hell, but I, I gotta know. It looks so interesting. And it might be that it's hated out right now because there's still so much hate for Grease Fang, but once the Grease Fang graveyard hate falls back because Rending Volley exists, you might be able to come in with the deck. It might take a couple weeks for I kind of predict that that'll be the case is like the graveyard hate will scale back to being stuff like graveyard trespasser. Yeah. And kind of relying on that in a combination Incidental of volley. Yeah, people cut down to like one unlicensed hearse at most in the sideboard. Things like that. I I could see that. Um I I do think mono white humans will be interesting because we got so many pieces in I this. I don't think you mono white it. I think you're splashing the green. The green or the blue? Because you have Reflector Mage in blue. I think you can splash both completely easily. You have secluded and unclaimed auto fixed lands, and then yeah, if you really wanted, you now have mana confluence. Yep. But uh, the the key being, it's mainly white. But you want the green for that little werewolfy protection dude that lets your other guys tap for mana. That's huge. The Kira or whatever. One white, one color, or one white, one green, one Shakira. one. These hips don't lie. Yeah, it lets all of your other humans. You like that one, huh? You, that card's amazing. You don't like Shakira? Not really. I didn't know that she could dance like this. Well, that's your own problem. She was a gazelle in a cartoon movie. Nice. Accurate. Well done. Well done. But yeah, with the, the white deck, you have Brave the Elements, and so that's so much. Yeah, okay. So, okay, fi final piece here. Do you think it's worth the money to buy the anthology? Or is it just craft some shit and move on? If you're if you have a big collection. If you have a big collection, I can say yes. Because you're gonna want to tinker around with everything. I mean, I'm going to buy it, obviously. That's that was never a question. The the question is you're an average person getting into Explorer, is this good bang for buck value at four thousand gems or twenty thousand gold? No. No, if you're getting into Explorer, you should be getting into one deck. I can agree. This is I mean, what, what, for example, Rakdos, what am I getting out of that? I'm getting Rending Volley and like nothing. Yeah. Right. So for me, if, if I were just getting into Explorer, that's what I'd want to play. Cause that's, you know, the, the closest thing to like OG Jund that's available in the format. And it's a consistent deck that's survived over time. Right. And, and it always like will. It always will. Cause that's just the nature of those kind of decks. I mean, sometimes it won't be as good, but it'll still be there. Mm -hmm. Right. It might drop down a tier for a while. You might have to play really creatively for a while. Right, right. But that's part of the fun of those decks. But yeah, anyway, I mean, like if, if I'm coming in on that point of view that, fuck, those are uncommon wild cards, I, I could wipe my ass with those. Yep. Right. I wish I could. I wouldn't have to buy toilet paper. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to get the full thing is because I have three different decks that don't even share any of the cards I want out of them. And none of them do I think are even tier one decks, but I'm going to build them because it sounds fun. All right, so if you're a cardboard crackhead, buy this anthology. Otherwise, skip. Yeah, pick up the cards as you need them. Don't just think, ooh, let me try this deck. I'll craft eight rares and two mythics and be like, wait, this deck's terrible. I don't like it. Wait, get, don't, don't rush ahead like that. <clears throat> I would never. And that's all we got time for today. So. Oh, no, no, wait. We, 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 we got to talk about the one thing. Uh-huh. Which thing? 
Remember Attack of the Clones? Yeah. What about the fact that Anakin's a bratty? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we we watched it again the other night, and it it really kind of shone through how much of a groomer Padme is. And how oh my much god! Of, like a brat and a sub, Anakin. The is. brattiest. The brattiest oh my sub. God, so bratty. Yeah, like holy you, fuck. Anyway, you gotta go watch Attack of the Clones again, and through the lens of realizing, like, yes, Padme is grooming Anakin, has been grooming Anakin, and Anakin is the brattiest sub, and always will be, even as a Sith Lord. Yeah, and his you get an even better version of Vader if you really think that his things that sound so James Earl Jones voice dark and deep are just what he sounds like while he's being bratty. He's got his give me the plans, (laughs) right? Give me the plans, right? Right, like he's in there. Like Obi Wan doesn't think so. He has like an edge lord voice converter. (laughs) In his gimp suit, right? In his in his eternal gimp suit, yeah. This isn't a, this isn't a by accident. This yeah, this, is this, is, this isn't a stretch at all. Dude, the emperor probably told him stop being whiny. <laughs> You're my apprentice now. Stop. Well, whiny. the the emperor was laughing his dick off as he's putting Vader in a gimp suit at the end of episode three. If you I remember, made you a foot taller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like him tall. <laughs> also, an important thing from that Star Wars thing is Yoda basically given you know the idea out. You know. Yeah, Yoda, Yoda didn't articulate it right. The, the the Jedi, you need to not have attachment and shit like that. And that was part of, uh, you know, the, the Jedi hubris. He had to say everything in like some stupid ass monk way. Yep. Right. But really what he needed to say was, I'll, I'll let you say it, Darth uh, Zero. All right. Get it you may, but quit it you must. <laughs> Same with this podcast. Adios. Good night.